Nuance Beauty is a podcast where we try to tease out the complexity, or as I say, the nuance, in any given topic so that we can acknowledge the tension there and hold space to see the beauty in it, the beauty in ourselves and the beauty in others and relationships. It's not easy seeing beyond our own opinions, but there's wisdom in the pursuit. So join us. Hi guys, welcome back to Nuance Beauty. Hey everybody. So, I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about on our podcast this week. So I sought inspiration where I frequently seek inspiration. I'm talking, of course, about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, if you don't follow football, has been sidelined for much of this year. He, uh, in the third or fourth play of the season, uh, tore his Achilles. Ouch. Ouch. It was one of my terrors in life is tearing my Achilles. Uh, and this should have been a season-ending injury. Probably still will be. But he went on, I, I don't know, might have been McAfee, might have been somewhere else, and talked about manifesting health. Yeah, which has been, I mean, not, I mean, you love Aaron Rodgers and got to give him credit where credit's due. That said, the topic has been hot and trendy for a while now. Oh, yeah. He's not. He's not original. But he's learned. And, but it got you know, met with a lot of criticism. A lot of this is just more woo woo Aaron Rodgers garbage. And when you start using a word like manifesting, it sounds like woo woo garbage. But I think there's actually a lot more to it. And not just saying this because I'm a fan, uh, although I am. Uh, but it reminds me of just the power that we do have in declarative statements. Yeah. I had a, a student, it reminded me of. Uh, that wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, let's say. And that didn't matter. I was teaching at a community college. I wasn't there to teach the the academically successful. I was at a trade school. I was trying to meet people where they were at and teach them up to a trade that they can support themselves. It was never a problem that he was uh, not academically gifted. I Like intellectually book smart. Yeah, he wasn't book smart. Uh, but that wasn't a problem. I, I, I was there to help exactly exactly this guy. My issue with him was that he got really down on himself all the time. And he would tell me about how stupid he was. And finally, I had to cut him off short. And I said, Hey, buddy, if you keep telling people you're dumb, people are going to start believing you. And I was putting it in that third person, uh, a because I wanted him to be successful in the workplace, but also he believed it. And he believed it because he kept saying it. And just because he wasn't super sharp doesn't mean he was as stupid as he thought he was. Right. But he he was he was taking this statement and attaching it too much to his identity. He was he's creating an identity. That's exactly exactly right. Because when you make a declarative statement, I am dumb, you are creating something that's true. Something that becomes true because you said it. You identified that in that way. Right. Uh, and and that's where like the the complexity of it comes in because you can make a declarative statement for the worse. I'm, I'm an alcoholic. I am dumb. I can't help myself. I'm fat. I've always been fat. It's just the way I am. Or you could make it for the positive, which is where I think the manifestation buzz is all a flutter. It's, it's hot in like the boss babe influencer social media. You have to just manifest success. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the problem is that they're 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 taking something that is true. Mm -hmm. 
but they're saying you just have to like keep saying that you're wealthy and then you're just going to be wealthy. And the problem is there is power, maybe not that much, uh-huh. <laughs> but if you say I'm going to be successful, you are going to find this is the, you this, may intentionally this, well, this take is the, steps. The red car thing. If what, you are uh, thinking about buying a red car. Oh, and then all you see is red cars. All you see is red cars. Uh huh. If you are thinking or stating you're going to have an opportunity, you're going to find that opportunity. You're going to see so, in the perspective that allows for an opportunity. So the entree leadership, hashtag boss babe, whatever influencer is saying something that is true, but I don't think it's being heard uh, in the spiritual sense that it actually is. Uh, or you mean maybe the motivation for doing it is different? Yeah, well, it's not about uh, the motivation. Uh, yeah, I guess Being it is heard. the motivation. My, my my point, though, is that the problem I have with how this, this uh, phrasing is used in a pop culture sense is the same issue I have when people say, well, I prayed for a million dollars and I didn't get it. So prayer obviously doesn't work. So therefore, it's null and void? Exactly. Okay. And so when you set uh, you know expectations that you have the power to do a thing... Uh, without there is power okay but that doesn't mean you just get to and there's get. still boundaries limitations still boundaries and limitations to it yeah which is why when aaron Rodgers says i'm going to manifest my achilles to to knit together faster uh-huh there's probably some truth to that so yeah there so is there is uh one of the He's not playing next week though uh-huh one of the um I've I've watched a, a holistic type naturopathic you know um video that um shared so many fascinating things about people in their mind actually promoting healing of their body. And it makes perfect sense because our mind is part of our body. Like we're integral. It's not separate. Um, but it came up this, uh, there was a particular study that they noted and forgive me, I don't have the study, um, about people who, um, worked out, like they had three three groups. They had people who actually did the workout plan. They had people who envisioned doing the workout plan. And then they had people who didn't do a workout plan. Mm-hmm. And the, the team that envisioned doing a workout plan actually did reap some physical benefits to envisioning that they did their workouts. Yeah, that that gets supported in the like pedagogy literature as well. And it well. goes into the placebo effect. It it's kind of that uh, that thing. Mm-hmm. That's what they're like, oh, that's just a placebo effect. Well, so it worked. Exactly. <laughs> Who cares what effect it was? So there's a power in it, and it did actually have a tangible, measurable response mm-hmm. like that's, manifestation. Um, something I learned about when I was teaching, because one of the books I read uh, called Making It Stick uh, talked about doing mental reps of a task. Okay. Picturing, picturing yourself going through the steps of a task uh-huh. has a measurable effect uh, similar to actually practicing the task. Yeah. And I think when um, I was trying to run the PRT senior mm-hmm. year to graduate, because when I walked across the stage, I didn't have a diploma because I didn't pass the physical yet because I suck at running. And there I am making a tangible statement about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do it anyways yeah. because it's I don't always have to suck at running. So there, I'll backtrack on my statement. And this statement. isn't to say that if you said you're awesome at running, you would immediately run Be, a six-minute uh, mile. Exactly. But you're definitely limiting your growth by continuing to make this statement. Yeah. So uh, I did try 
to do like a mental exercise of envisioning myself running and meeting the time that I needed to meet and like feeling good and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, tried to put myself in that, um, Mm -hmm. like forecasting it. Yeah. Because what you're, what you're doing is you're unlocking the potential that you already had. Uh huh. Uh, A lot of the physical limitations we have are your CNS stopping yourself from doing things. That's why you see like, um, you know, mom's CNS is central nervous system. Right. Okay. Got it. <laughs> that, that's why you get like uh, stories of moms lifting cars off the of babies. Yes. Because like you do have the strength, but your but body. But the muscles. Yeah. Things step in and don't your, allow you. Yeah. Your, ne- your nervous system will prevent you from hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have this negative view, your, your body's saying your body's protecting you from hurting yourself uh, or thinks it is because you're making this this negative statement. Yeah. Uh, which, again, isn't to say that I can go bench 350, but let's say I could bench 225. Uh, but I'm go up to the bar thinking I can't do this. We're probably going to fail. Yeah. If you think you can, you can. Well, you if you, you think can, you can't, you, you can't. can't. You're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which, again, is one of those things that, like, it's when you, borderline. When, when you couch. It's squishy and partly when, good. When you count, couch what I think are inherently spiritual uh, viewpoints in corporate buzz phrasing, you completely rob it. Of of the any, depth of any depth, yeah, and any ability to reach somebody on a heart level, yeah, because uh, that just sounds so cheesy, and it's like, oh, you're right, but you're just kind of weird. Just be less weird, <laughs> uh, and then you might actually get somewhere. There's "Be Here Now" logos all over my my company, and as someone who read "Be Here Now" and feel like it's a deeply spiritual uh, phrase, it really drives me nuts yeah because it just comes across as shallow like i don't know but yeah. then i don't know yeah okay it's, it's almost like when you put it that way everything needs to end with a comma bro be here now bro <laughs> okay because it's kind of like this corporate bro bro uh culture to it uh-huh so with manifestation mm-hmm. pulling it back to that because we were kind of uh going yeah. off the deep end there right. uh so you were talking about uh, the placebo effect. And you also, I, I don't know if this was in a, the documentary or book, we're talking about um, when you give cancer patients certain number of months to live. Yes. Yeah. And potentially, yeah, that was that was specifically the placebo, nocebo. It mm-hmm. came up on an um, ancient health podcast uh, by Dr. X and his team. And um, yeah, they talked about how a patient was given this many months to live and had some sort of tumor and such. But after the biopsy, the the tumor was actually, it was non-cancerous or it was, it was not, mm-hmm. that wasn't the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't the clear connection to why his life ended when it did. And I think that there are so many examples of people um, from a, from a medical perspective who could step into a doctor's office and the doctor can provide you with stats. They can provide you with stats mm-hmm. and, uh, to give them full authority over the outcome and especially cause it's in the future is not great. There's yeah. a limitation there. And uh, you trust the guy in the white lab coat. Uh-huh. And when the guy in the white lab coat says you have six months to live. You believe that you have six months to live. This was in a, this was in misreading scripture through Western eyes as well. Okay. Where, you know, people will kind of die on that date because they believe yes. that they're going to. Yeah. And you kind of manifest this in your in your body in that way. It's crazy. Like, like you, you're no longer listening to your body and your body's no longer trying. You have an enormous amount of uh, power over yourself if you if you uh, can access it. Um, and so there I'm not saying that. People won't die if they don't think they're going to. 
Exactly. Again, yeah. there's limits to power. Uh huh. Which is where, and we can get a bit spiritual and a bit specifically Christian and here. Maybe that's where it doesn't hit the nail on the head because the manifestation is potentially in the future and it is usually uh, super individualized. So it's self focused. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, there are limitations to yourself and you actually, like, you can't predict the future per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, then, of course, that if you bring in the Christian view of things, and, and, it's and not, slightly... And not just Christian. I'm going to start there, but then expand on it a little bit, where if you if you read the creation account in Christian scripture, God creates creation uh-huh. with a series of declarative statements. Yeah. Let there be light. Let there be... I feel like I should Separate know the land from the sea. Yeah. But it's a lot of let there be statements. Uh-huh. Uh, he's making these declarations. And that is how uh, the earth came to be the, in, in the Christian tradition. Man and, now, uh-huh. uh, reading through scripture, it never describes what God looks like precisely. It never says, oh, yeah, this guy is just like 6'2". He has, uh, he's actually not a white beard. He's more salt and pepper. Like He's old, but still kind of virile. And you know, he has his blue eyes like the sun after a rainstorm. There is it's, this it's not, like... But it is a series of what the kingdom is like, what God is like. There's... Mm-hmm. there's you could say that all of scripture is describing what creation or what God is is like. And if you look at the creation account, what he's saying is the way the uniform universe works, what the universe is like, is like these how these statements have this power. The problem is we're not God. Yeah. And that's where we're limited. But we were created in the image of God. Uh-huh. And if you go into more Eastern religions, you'd say that, you know, we are not creation. We are part of creation and we're all interconnected in this way. We do have access to this power mm-hmm. because we are all one. We're all created in this one place. Yeah. But, you know, how enlightened are you? How much I talked about being able to tap into, you know, the power that you have over your body. How much, how connected are you in that spiritual sense? Uh-huh. Uh, so we we're we're limited, which is why we can't just like pray for all the wealth and expect it. That's where the prosperity gospel completely falls apart because we're not actually God. Yeah. The best you could say is that we're a fragment thereof, mm-hmm. or or we're in connection. We're with, an image. Or an image. Uh, but that isn't to say that we don't that what we say doesn't matter. What we say matters so much. Uh huh. And even if you take the spirituality completely out of it, when you make a statement out loud and that statement is heard by another person, you are affecting that person. We see that with our kids. Yeah. Uh, and we and that's this is true for anyone you ever talk to, but especially with kids, when you say something like you are a bad kid. Or you're pretty. Like this is the one that's like controversial. Like, oh, why's the girl gotta be pretty? But like you are pretty or you are smart you are or creating, you are dumb or you are so athletic. You are casting the person in a role that person now has to fulfill. Uh-huh. And so when you say you're a bad kid, now the kid is like, Oh, I guess I am a bad kid, and I'm going to act accordingly in this drama that we are gonna watch unfold. Because here's how I'm perceived. It just yeah, it, it takes root. It it creates it, an identity. It, you can soul. affect the identity of another person uh-huh. by making a declarative statement about that person. Yeah. And so that reminds me of a really cool practice that I think uh, it's like a, it's a Priscilla Shire thing, uh, Christian mm-hmm. wise. Um, like before her kids leave for school or on the drive to school or getting, walking to the door, like um, 
reading the the traits like um geez like put on the armor of god like you Mm -hmm. have the ability like you are like you are brave like and like putting those and even oh my gosh i don't think you were with us but Mm -hmm. when zeke and i walked over for a play date yesterday Mm-hmm. We'll have to ask him, but he made like a list of statements like I am strong, I am brave, I am something. And we have a book upstairs called The Marvelous or The Magic of Me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, were you reading that book recently? And he said, no, no, we do that at school or something. Yeah. So they're listing through positive, uh, yeah. good, honoring traits uh-huh. that we want to embody. It's you is smart. You is kind. Like it is the, an the, I am kind. Yeah, the, that's the, in there too. I, the uh, this idea of positive self affirmations is is a tale as old as time. Uh huh. Because it is the way in which we're created. Okay. Like you need to. There is a you can speak things into existence to an extent, but to what extent? I don't know. And then the other um, angle that I would put out there is. You can like kind of speak things into exist in a way um, like I can't say let there be bread and bread's going to show up mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever. But um, and you can because I'll probably go bake some. You could go bake some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can, whatever. But um, what I was getting at is, is it more important to manifest an outcome or is it more important the process that got you there? and the making of you in the process. So the, uh, the, the beauty part of manifestation and that idea is that, as we've said, your mind is interwoven with your body and there is goodness in that. Mm-hmm. But are we just looking for that outcome or is there the be here now part mm-hmm. that, um, I don't want to just, oh, I want a million dollars. Like, what was the making of me that got me to the yeah. goal? Yeah, that's uh, the way that Ram Dass words things like that. It's, you know, I could meditate my way or to put it in Christian parlance, pray my way to a million dollars. But by the time I got su- sufficiently enlightened or sufficiently connected to God to do exactly that, I would have to become the person that no longer needs that. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, uh, Paul writes, uh, you have faith to move mountains. But by the time you establish such a connection to God that you could move those mountains, you would understand God well enough to understand why the mountains were there to begin with. Uh-huh. And you probably wouldn't move the mountains. Yeah. So uh, all that's to say, like, you do have enormous power that you can wield over yourself and the world around you. And I don't know how much power that is. And that's where the nuance comes in. Like, can you really do this? Well, does it matter? doesn't matter how, like, okay, I can brighten someone's day, but only a little bit, so it doesn't matter, right? That's mm-hmm. not, uh, so I think that it's it's just relevant to, uh, it's relevant to wield the power you have wisely. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And, and then with regards to manifestation, which is focused on your words in a you way. You can giggle at Aaron Rodgers if you want, but he has a point. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I could see his point. Um, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought there. I frequently lose my train of thought looking into those deep blue eyes. Oh, goodness. Not yours, talking about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure, because I'm a hazel-eyed. <laughs> totally um, lighting. 
Yeah, it depends on the lighting. Okay, manifestation. Manifestation. Yes. Check, check. Manifest an end of this podcast. What? To manifest an end to this podcast. Oh my gosh. I can't even envision that now. I guess uh, there you have it, guys. Manifestation. It can be a power used for good and it has limitations mm-hmm. and um, how you're how you're wielding your power and uh, if it's a selfish motive or it's a whatever Mm -hmm. that all matters thanks for tuning in today i hope you enjoyed this episode and in the spirit of nuance i hope you found something that you could agree with and disagree with and still choose to lean in if you're liking the show please follow us and share it with friends and leave a rating and review until next time